0: Greetings and welcome to On Frame, conversations about arts in Saskatoon. I am Alejandro, your host for tonight. You are listening to CFCR 90.5 FM in Saskatoon and streaming around the world on cfcr.ca. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also listen to past episodes on iTunes. So good evening and welcome to On Frame Radio. Our guest for tonight is... Arts and they are promoting uh, the festival Sounds Like Audio Art and with us tonight is our host David Lariviere. Good evening.
1: Thanks for having me Alejandro.
0: Great and also we have as a guest Alexander. Yeah Alexander Saint-Ange. Great from Montreal. Welcome to Saskatoon. It's your I first time.
2: Yeah first time in Saskatoon.
0: Great welcome and I just want to start uh, Talking a little bit about uh, this uh, audio festival, this is the sixth time that this festival happens in Saskatoon. It always has been sponsored and organized by PAVE, but this year is different. What is different difference about that this year?
1: Well, in previous iterations of Sounds Like, we've uh, partnered with other artist-run organizations. Um, in particular, AKA uh, Artist Run, our neighbors and uh, almost constant collaborators, Uh, they founded the festival Uh, so uh, the first year that sounds like happened they actually did it by themselves and then from that year forward Paved Arts was a partner but this year as you say Alejandro is different because we're doing it on our own and how that has been Um, it's been kind of an eye-opening experience I certainly Uh, always respected uh, the good work that our partners uh, put into the festival, but even more so now because it's uh, such a a huge undertaking.
0: And there's some differences uh, in terms of uh, curatorial uh, input, and uh, if you want to just speak to that.
1: So for the first time ever, uh, sounds like is curated, uh, so in, in other words, This year's festival, we have uh, the talents of Eric Mattson, Uh, he has been working on the project uh, for over a year, Um, actually from before the time we even had funding for it. Uh, And I will say that uh, we received very generous funding from the Canon Council for the Arts, who placed us right at the top of uh, their pool in terms of uh, uh, art and alternative spaces which is how the project is largely funded. And then because uh, Eric is a curator, um, he also brought to bear uh, his own funding uh, by successfully writing a uh, uh, Council des Arts du de Lettre Québec uh, Calc grant. Um, and so uh, it's a larger, more ambitious festival than ever before, too, uh, in, including um, the work of nine artists from all across the country and uh, an artist from uh, Berlin, Germany, uh, uh, Karsten Stabenow. So this,
0: this year you have 10 different artists or around that figure and local yes. artists as well, but most of the participants that had been created for this exhibition or this festival are from abroad. Uh,
1: most of them are actually uh, largely from Montreal, and I guess that's because you, you curate what you know. Yes, and, and the grant and to, was from yes. the Francophone community in, too. So, in, in, in part as well. So. And uh, and there are some very interesting valences to this year's festival. Very exciting, actually, because three local labels are programming events that happen, we're calling them Sounds Like at Night, Uh, and they involve uh, local artists collaborating with our visitors, including Alexandre uh, to to my left, for your listeners, uh, who is um, uh, going to be in one of the evenings, as, as well as doing his own installation.
0: What is the difference between this project as as an organization in Pave than other projects that you have uh, created or or put exhibitions? Because it sounds like
1: there's nothing else like this in, in in this city. Well, indeed, and and in fact, there's this is the only sound art festival that happens in this province. So really, you have to go to uh, send and receive in Winnipeg, Manitoba, before you get another. Uh, sound art festival of this kind of magnitude uh, that's happening and uh, i would say it's it's hands down uh... the most ambitious uh... and intensive project that paved arts takes on during a year um, as you know we do have regular Uh, full exhibitions. Uh, We recently actually showed a sound artist, uh, Martin H. Crispo, whose work was fantastic, Uh, and those are in in themselves quite intense projects, but this is like bringing together a whole year into a week um, because uh, the individual artists are all extremely professional, accomplished, quirky, weird, crazy... You're going to see things at, uh, sounds like, that you you just won't see anywhere else. But just to give you kind of more of a uh, spectrum, um, I would say that we have the the aforementioned German artist, uh, Karsten Stabenow, working with uh, lasers uh, that are mounted into our main gallery space. We have uh, uh, Tama Bejan, and I hope I can say this about Tama because he's a dear friend of mine. Uh, I will say he's... uh, his project is absolutely crazy it involves uh, a robot that crushes beer cans among other things and um it's uh, formidable um and then anne francois jacques uh in the symphony space who's uh you know doing uh, uh this uh, assemblage that uh, defies explanation um and uh ellen moffett uh, from uh, Saskatoon, that uh, many people here will re- know uh, quite well. Uh, I mean, I, I really shouldn't leave anyone out at this point. Uh, Leila Mejeri and uh, Catherine Klein, who are collaborating on a piece. Uh, so they're two artists that are working together on a project. Todd Emmel, who was uh, probably the most recently. Uh, curated artist into the project, Uh, Steve Bates, whose work I admire greatly and has a very good uh, theoretical uh, background as well, very thoughtful um, and provocative. Um, uh, uh, Am I missing? I'm missing people, I'm sure. Uh, Nikki, Nikki Forrest. Nikki Forrest, who's actually been also our artist-in-residence so she's actually been in saskatoon uh, the longest period of time she's been here for almost three weeks now working on her project and really making something new uh for the festival um and diana uh, diana uh burgoyne yeah. uh from uh vancouver uh or now i think residing in victoria but like uh really bringing to bear uh very different kind of work yet again. So there's a great deal of variety between the projects, but um, Eric brought them together, Eric Mattson, the curator, uh, with this kind of overarching theme of, um, he calls it echoing silent machines. But in a certain sense, I think of it as like this kind of, the manifesting of a physicality of sound that becomes palpable. Um, that it's almost machinic uh, at, at a certain point and that maybe that there is uh, that kind of uh, 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 line that uh, kind of uh, meanders through it. Uh, is
0: there a cost for public to come and attend this event?
1: Yes, uh, it's uh, the best deal in town. It's, uh, I'm going to put a hard sell on your listeners here and tell them that it's 20 bucks for the whole festival. You can't do better than that. And
0: it's this weekend. It starts Wednesday night from uh, noon to midnight, and it could go longer than that. So just check the website, pavedarts.com, and you will find a lot of information. Is there the workshops included in that price as well?
1: The workshops are included. So $20 covers you for everything, and the performances start uh, in the evening, but there's exhibitions during the day, so there's lots to do all, all week from Wednesday through Sunday, so there's even a matinee on Sunday for families and uh, everybody else to have a second look or what have you. I will also just mention that uh, the Paved Arts website will lead you there, but you can also go directly to the Sounds Like standalone Sound Art Festival website. It's soundslikefest.com. Soundslikefest.com.
0: Great. So, Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. And I said in English because my French is terrible, so... Oh, I'm fine with English, it's good. Yeah. Thank you. This is your first experience in Saskatoon. You haven't had a chance to see much, but you've been working, installing your work. Years of experience in, in type of sound festivals. What is exciting about coming to Saskatoon?
2: Oh, there's several, several things. I always like the prairies. I, I I played in the Send and Receive twice in the... Uh, and uh, I always like prairies people like Saskatoon actually when I, I arrive I, I really like it like like I like I, I worked a lot so I haven't had the chance to like walk around the city but so far I really love what I've seen with the division with the with the river and everything I like, know it's great I, I like it so far and what is nice is also the project is nice paved art or like like the hospitality has been great like uh, and everyone is, are great at, at paved art and stuff so it's a really nice. Uh, a nice uh, context to work, so that's really nice. And the project is interesting, also. So it's like for me, like here, it's it, we're, we're gonna be busy. I think all artists are, are gonna be quite busy during the week because we're like, uh, for instance, all doing performance, uh, all doing also like an inst- installations, and then collaboration with locals. Some of some of us, like for me, I'm doing like as as what I could say uh i could call it like a sonic and textual installation and then like a, a sonic performance also and then also like a collaboration with john Vaughn from here what is the, a sonic performance what a sonic per- like, yeah I, I like to, to like, it's interesting because for me i i consider myself i often say that i'm a sonic performer because for me as sonic uh, sonic performance is an inclusive term for me which will be something that can embrace such practice uh, artistic practice like sound art, but also experimental music and also performance art and for me it's all uh, fields that i've been professionally involved since twenty years approximately and for me that's what defines what I do like that's the term that i like, that I use often and for masonic performance uh, to be a bit more technical could be like a relation between the body and sound and the physicality of sound uh, for for instance so it's a it's how you 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 manipulate or you, ge- you generate sound through a performance act. So like, for instance, like a musician is someone that through an interface, like an instrument produce sound, but that's sonic like performance for me could be that, but also could be like, a, uh, like using your body to produce sound or using different form of interface that could be like an instrumental uh, instrument, like instrumental or digital or electrical. So any and, and form of interface or even acoustic using just your body and the relation between your body and space. So that's what I will call uh, uh, sonic performance. But it, I could go really like uh, more detail, but to, like to resume it fast like i will say it like that
0: i want all details i think <laughs> that uh, we want to uh, get the audience your problem your your project is called bet b-t-e-b-e-t-b
2: yeah How do you say bet, that? or yeah i'm saying the bet but it could be also yeah it's my 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 titles are always really occult and and difficult to pronounce, so it's normal that it's. <laughs> Does that
0: have a meaning, or is it just words it uh, has, letters that you put together?
2: It it has a, it has a meaning, but it's the meaning is more about the process because uh, what I do is really process based. So it's like that is a mix uh, an anag a mix of letters that got produced by a computer linked with some textual material that have been produced throughout the process. So yeah. th-
0: there's text uh, people could expect to see text in your work yeah it's like see a,
2: sound and see movement uh, in the performance movement and i will say like the installation is really text textual and sonic and then in the performance is going to be like a, there's going to be voice sounds movement and uh, so an interp- a, a vocal interpretation of texts and stuff like that how yeah. did you put this together like let's say the installation to say it I, i'm not going to go through all the the the, the concept and process because it's always really <laughs> complex yes. dense and crazy but like to say it simply like a, like the project is about uh, it's called Le transformable and like a, also like a, it's a the, the third iteration in echoing machine of like a project that have been shown like in uh, like at different iteration like in rwanda in montreal and stuff and that's like with different artists and different proposition it it's linked with that it's called something else but it's c- like in eric idea there was this idea of the transformation to different form of technologies so how we, uh how a matter or get transformed through a artistic process but also through machines technologies etc etc so for my for my for my piece i started like a, i i'm saying that it's a it's a piece that is really about the transformation of material through what i call like interdisciplinary deterritorialization mm-hmm. so meaning that i started with let's say like a picture and through picture it got transformed into text like a but i removed the pictures so there's no visual representation it became text and this textual description became sound and then this sound reconstruct the text via different form of machines and vice versa. So it's how like uh, an image becomes text and how a text produce sound, but how you can, how that sound transform the text again and how textuality retransform the sound. So this back and forth between different form of medium that uh, modulate each other. So in such a way that at some point it becomes an autonomous creature. So something yeah. that is totally autonomous from the source. So it was about that. Mm. So you, and you, I, I was using different, uh, like a algorithmic process, like through computer and stuff like that. Like for instance, like a a, descri- a a textual description that I that through writing it with a key- for instance a computer key- keyboard uh, trigger different form of electronic sounds, and after that, reanalyzing the electronic sounds and this analysis via a computer program was reorganizing the text, so changing the text. Then this text. I, I, I sing it. So then I, I, I translate it, but through my body. And then this becomes, like, so you know that process. So mm-hmm. so it's an accumulation of that. So that's what you hear in the space. And then you read, like, the text that came from that. And, like, uh, let's say those computer-generated texts, I rewrote it also. I rewrote them. So it's all this back and forth between body and machine and translation of, uh, mm-hmm. through different mediums. So for a person
0: yeah. that have never yeah. seen or hear or been exposed to something like this what would be something that uh, you can
2: ask them to come with and expect them to take with yeah that's a that's a difficult question for it depends on everybody's like uh, background i guess and stuff but i think the best thing is to come as virgin as possible and open minded as yeah. possible but yeah
1: Uh, Did you want to say something about where you're located uh, or is that a spoiler?
2: Oh, no, it's fine. Like I'm in the, I'm I'm in the, in the bathroom in one of the, (laughs) (laughs) in one of the, so my installation is in toilets. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And then it's like, I, so people get get to visit you in the toilet or they don't see you at all. Oh, and they come that the installation is in the toilet and the performance is going to be in the bathroom, the toilet, and also in the corridor leading to the toilet working with, the space, you know, like what is in the bathroom itself, like toilet paper or whatever matter like that, I, that I see it's an then in- direct inter- that for the performance is a uh, direct relation between my body and whatever is in the space.
0: How can people interact with you? Is this an interactive piece or is just you performing and people observe and that's the interaction is them observing? I,
2: I will say the interaction is, could be them observing and I think that's what it it will be because in a performance my the the my attitude is really like being concentrated on really the details. So I think people won't necessarily like interfere or communicate. It's not a relational piece, for instance. It's not something that I talk to people and stuff. But the the relation is still there in their out in through their imaginary world. They will like translate that ma- those materials and that how does this compare with other projects that you have done in the past I would, like I will say that the installation like I am someone that is more like a, I come really from like a experimental music background and also like a performance background so what will be the difference It's like I did a lot of sound installation sonic installation but with more in collaboration and I think that's like a, one of my first solo sonic installation in ten years, I did maybe five, like more at the beginning of the 2000s and stuff. But it's been a while, so for me it's interesting. It's it's um, it's something recent that I came back to doing more installation. But perform, but the link is the performative aspect where it's like that. I, that's what I'm doing mainly, like. A, Performance.
0: So yeah. what people are gonna see is a performance of a night, but what they won't see is the process of you creating this work that was yeah. uh, perhaps a long process. Yeah. Since conception to virtually perform it in public and in different locations. Mm. How the have you performed this
2: in another locations? I per I did it in Montreal, like the same piece uh, in Montreal. But was in it Mon- in a bathroom as well? In the bathroom, yeah. That's the second time I, d- I did it. The only difference is that here. Uh, the installation is similar, but of course, it's an in-situ installation. So it's really adapted to the space all the time because that's the, the fun of it. Somehow it's to recreate something new each time, but from a mater- uh, con- concept and process that uh, has been producing. Uh, some material that are similar, but still different because of the contextualization of it. But the performance in Montreal was like, uh, I was hidden from the public. I was invisible and people could just access to the sound I was doing. So they were entering the, the, the sound environment and there was like other sounds that was produced in real time, but I was hidden from so they couldn't see me. But I, I, it was a four hour performance. Where here for the performance. It was it's going to be shorter, like more around 20, 30 minutes. And I'm going to be visible. So people will see the direct relation between the physicality and the, 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 the resonance through uh, the sounds.
0: And what? trigger you to make that choice of, of having the people present. Was that the fact that it was time or was it something else? Uh, For me, it was
2: to test like uh, for me, it's always a, a, like I was saying, it's like, I'm really process based. So for me, it's the, it's important to, to, for the research to always try different things, to see it, to see the object or the creation on different angles. Mm. So then it's like to test like uh, in Montreal was like, how a body can be physical without being seen through just. It's amplification. So just hearing the sound without seeing the action and how it's going to be more or less or differently physical when you see me performing it. And like for me, it's important to get that and then to compare for me just for to to understand more what what is the physicality of sound? Because that's my somehow something that I'm obsessed by to see the difference, because why it will be less physical if you don't see my my body somehow because that sound by itself is physical so it was to test that somehow yeah.
0: and and also the walls and the paper and all the objects that are there become part of the of, of the exhibition and the and the, and the and the and your interaction with them too yeah. so it communicates as well other noises sounds exactly uh, people perceive sounds and, and noises for mm. some people noise is noise and that same noise for another person is beautiful sound so exactly, it's very yeah. interesting when you talk about territorialization and changing that it's it's it's, it's quite interesting and intriguing yeah so yeah, yeah so uh, have you worked with some of the other
2: artists that are coming to this uh, festival Um, yeah, some of them, yeah, like, um, like we're, there's a lot of people there that are friends. We haven't necessarily worked directly together, but like uh, Anne-Francoise Jacques, for instance, she's doing also like experimental sound art or experimental music. Like, you know, it's, those boundaries are not so clear, but we've improvised like several times together, I think, uh, like at least two, three times. And uh, so we, we collaborate. With each other and and the other like we've done a lot of um, things like sharing bills or sharing the same night of thing but uh, I don't think we've collaborated directly a bit with Steve but we I I know all of them more friends so yeah but not direct we're not involved necessarily in a direct collaboration so that means that the the
0: sound. Community, the sound artist community
2: is is very tight, is very
0: small. Or do you find that in Canada it's very large and there's lots of people? I think kind it's of work?
2: there's a lot of people, but it's still quite tight. I will say, like for instance, in Montreal, like sound artists across, I will say the the, the country, we kind of know each other, I guess. Like uh, for sure in Montreal, where it's smaller, so we know, but still, it used to be not so. Uh, th- th- that it used to be less like uh, not so many sound artists, but I will say that now it's quite a practice that like exploded. There's a lot of uh, artists using sound as their like main medium now, I will say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And Montreal is, uh, I think, in Canadian terms, has uh, got a very strong uh, sound art community. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So for you, David, that you're not curating this show, how does it how would it feel for you to be in the back seat, but just sort of the head of the of the project, as because oh perhaps I'm you were the one that thought of bringing all this together?
1: I'm I'm poisonously jealous. <laughs> <and> I'm <laughs> That's I'm what I thought. <laughs> I'm waiting for my moment to get back at people. No, I, I uh, actually uh, uh, it's been a, a great learning process. Uh, I haven't. I've never. Uh, you know curated anything like a festival myself so to watch eric in action um as alexandra i think you uh maybe uh referred to uh, or you referred to your own experiences with send and receive but i believe eric has curated send and receive before he's curated the mutech festival uh he's got i think he's one of the founders of the mutech festival in montreal Uh, So he's got a lot of experience with very large uh, projects that bring a lot of artists to bear. And um, I think there's a part of it where you have to uh, just consign yourself over to going a little bit crazy. I'm going to go a bit nuts uh, because everything is... My desk is going to become just a messy pigsty, and it's just going to happen. And uh, there's going to be way too much in the air to follow every little detail. Uh, that when you're a curator of solo projects it's much more easy to chart uh, and I think you just have to kind of roll with it uh, a- after a while so it's been a, a learning process by, and, uh, but a good one uh, it's uh, great to have this kind of a exposure and it's been great for Paved Arts as So well. do
0: you think this will influence local artists to get more involved and more motivated to start uh, working towards doing sound projects. The community here in Saskatoon, as I recall, is very small in terms of of sound artists. There's very few that I am aware. There might be more, but I'm not aware.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I think you're absolutely right. I think there's this great potential with the project and uh, to to really Uh, fire up people's imaginations of uh, what is uh, possible because anytime you bring uh, these artists from points elsewhere from Montreal and Vancouver and Berlin and all of these other places uh, into Saskatoon they bring with them all of their histories and and these uh, strategies that they've been deploying in their artwork and uh, that just uh, you know creates new possibilities for the artists who are here.
0: That's amazing we are Uh, believe it or not we are running uh, off time it has been amazing uh, talking to the two of you it's a very exciting festival i look forward to see your project alexander and and going to pave and see several of the other projects Uh, any last thoughts that you have uh, before we 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 say goodbye
1: Well, uh, I thank you so much for having us, uh, Alejandro. I really appreciate uh, this uh, uh, exposure to your audiences. And I I just, I guess I would just uh, encourage people, as um, Alexandra had said earlier, uh, to come uh, as an open book and uh, not to have too many expectations, but except for maybe one, and that is uh, to be uh, surprised uh, about what you're going to end up thinking about.
0: I think it is it
2: is amazing, Alexander. Any last uh, words? Oh, just to thank you. Thank you for inviting us. And I, I, I like I, I, I go with uh, what David said. I think that's that's the best thing. Like people coming with just like. Like blank canvas and just be as like uh, opening their ears and be attentive. I think there's going to be interesting stuff and looking forward to like meet people from around. I just
0: I just hope that after this year, this grows and it becomes a bigger uh, festival. Not that big is better, but bringing more audiences to be exposed to this different type of art, because not a lot of people understand what Sound Art Festival is. Not a lot of people understand what sonic performances are. And I think it's a great opportunity to bring people together to uh, get exposed to to this type of uh, of performance and arts. And it, there's a lot of senses involved, visual, ears, nose, because people come sweaty too. So oh, yeah. that, that also, you know, you feel with your body. Well, oh, there
1: might be some nose in your... Uh Oh, oh, yeah, yeah because it's toilets. a toilet. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of a nose in there.
0: <laughs> so, again, you're using a lot of senses and not yeah. all uh, art forms allow you to, to, to be present in a form like that. So thank you again. It's wonderful. I'm very excited to go and see your work and have a great evening. Thank you. Andrew. You were listening to Unframe Radio Conversations About Art in Saskatoon on CFCR 90.5 FM or streaming live around the world on cfcr.ca. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. You can leave your comment on social media. You can also listen to our past episodes on iTunes. Thank you and have a good evening.